Turned On with Sue and John is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Ready for a little undercover fun? With Connection, you are always on a secret spy mission for the most intense orgasm that will not be detected by anyone. This is more than a vibrator. It's your partner in crime for a sneaky escapade or a third accomplice when you're doing the nasty with your partner. Get yours at EdenFantasies.com slash Turned On or click their banner at TurnedOnPodcast.com. This is the podcast for passionate, sex-positive, and pervy people. Entertaining and informative discussions about the latest in sex and sexuality. From ethical non-monogamy to kink to dating and romance and everything in between. She is legendary syndicated talk show host and sex therapist, Sue McGarvey. He is notoriously naughty international radio host, John the Milkman Milky. This is Turned On with Sue and John. Hey, pervy people, we are excited to tell you we are getting set to get our videos back on YouTube. Coming very, very soon. More on that coming up in this conversation. There she is in her beautiful sunlit romantic room, Sue McGarvey. Hey, sweetie, how are you? <laughs> Fine. All is good now that the computer's back up and running. We got a lot to get to today. A lot of fan mail. We got a lot in the kinky confessional as well. And some really Love cool when we topics. have listener interaction. Yay! That's why we do it. So listen, we're online at turnedonpodcast.com. Um, the podcast accessible there. Uh, we're going to add our YouTube channel back, of course, because we are now recording video. Uh, apologies. A couple weeks ago, we said, you know, just go to our, our video channel. We'll be there. We had a couple of delays. Um, that's happening. It's happening. It's happening. So you'll be able to see... Sue in her lovely new romantic space with this mm-hmm. romantic soft light. And my flowers. I got flowers you, from my house when we give. Aw, yep. Nice. And and me in my dark, cold dungeon studio. Literally, <laughs> figuratively. All right. Let's get underway. Explore your sexuality based on science. Turns out that people are obsessed with numbers. Go figure. Size, frequency, you know, they want to do that. But based on science, science is catching up. There's been a long disconnect between what's going on and go figure, right? It it takes a while for people to change and then science to catch up. And Scientific America has been doing a whole series on sex. They've been interviewing people. And they're finding, you know, that there's some new research on gender identities. And basically, they have discovered what we have long known, that there is no normal. There is no normal. There is no normal. It was an interesting stat that 37% of people are single. And there, but 17% of those people are going to sex clubs. Nice. So as we tie in our, yes, our, our, yes, the sex clubs, they are always gobstopped at how continue we're not, but how much of a thing it is. And that the science, and they're trying to find the algorithm as to who uses sex clubs. And you'd be surprised that it's, you'd think it was only guys. No, no, no. It is pretty much a even, oh yeah, you know, the women, especially as they get older, are like you and you and you and you and you and you. And maybe you, I'll borrow your tongue all over here right now. That was one of the most surprising things the first time we started venturing into swingers clubs, etc. was you, you sort of had this idea that you'd walk in to be wall-to-wall single men. Of course, any swingers club has on their website like there'll be certain nights where okay we're open to single men but by and large uh, single men need to be accompanied by at least a couple but yeah you walk in the room it is wall to wall couples and a lot of women 
A lot of women. Yeah. And women run that business. If you, you know, sure. otherwise you're standing around with your dick in your hand. If you're not, you know, it's the women that are doing it. And it turned out across the board, 65% were satisfied with their sex life. They realized that finding a partner wasn't easy and they're trying to do science algorithms because, but it turns out that all those post-COVID breakups has shoved a whole lot of new single people into the dating pool and into the sex pool. And a lot of them broke up because they weren't having sex. So the thought of getting into a committed relationship where there's the possibility of not having sex again, it, they're like, everybody's like, no. So if you're not willing to you know, find out what's going on, you know, and explore that. The, the other two things that came out of the science study was that a lot of men are feeling, still feeling conflicted about their porn habits. They're feeling guilty. They're, you know, they're, they're still anxious about it. And I'm like, it's a tool as long as it's used as a tool. Right. Just don't OD on it. Yeah. Make, and, make that, make that fantasy time, recognize that it's an escape, recognize that a lot of it is not based in any sort of reality um, enjoy it for what it is, but yeah, get back out there and Stop experience the guilty. real thing. Well, I, I read, I read trashy novels when I'm stressed and I can like not sure. put them down sure. and, and think of the time I spend, I have spent in my life reading novels. And so when I've got a lot on my plate, I can't read them because it takes me down a rabbit hole, but it's an escape. You're right. Some and people, things- some people listen to podcasts like this one to escape. <laughs> Such a good idea. Right? The other thing is they want to ask where your porn is coming from. Is it ethical? And I will honestly attest, you and I put our little hands up. We are ethical. Like our porn is coming, you know, it's ethical porn. And to understand that there is still (laughs) a whole lot of feelings around insecurity around sex, that guilt, and that intimacy and insecurity is a thing. And the more intimate you get, the more insecure for some people. So we're going to find out ways to keep you not so insecure and happy and well-adjusted because we are Turned On with Sue and John. Turned On. Your questions to Sue are always welcome. Sue at sexwithsue.com or just go to turnedonpodcast.com. All right, Sue, next up, what is new in contraception? Well, besides that, there was that big article that came out about uh, four months ago about the enzymes within mice. What they did was they had a chemical that blocked the little swimming tail and then and they checked it and then all the sperm are just sitting there. They're not like doing their little their their little swim with the tadpole. It's a hundred percent effective as soon as they got injected. Boom. Four hours later, it was 91% effective. Two days later, it was zero percent effective because everything had gone back to normal. So they're just in early days, but that's what that's the new thing about men and and sex. But for women, What's all the rage is the natural tracking, which basically is checking your cervical mucus or your saliva. And there used to be a little box with a microscope that you could test whether it looked like a fern, which means you were fertile, or little strings, which meant you weren't. But you could put your, your, you know, your vaginal mucus on this little thing where you could lick it, and it would tell you. And it's starting to get more and more, I know more and more sophisticated. I used it for a while. I'm a huge fan, and anybody who's listened for a while knows I loved my diaphragm. I got one. I read everything there was to read because I was compulsive about sex, even at 16, and got myself fitted for a diaphragm then, which got me through all my, you know, high school, university, pregnancies, everything. And I used it up until menopause because it blocked your periods. Right. So you could have sex during your period. Right. I really liked it. They now have these once a month pills. They have a new Band-Aid. Think of this as a Band-Aid, but it has little tiny micro things. I don't know, like bots. I don't know what it is. 
and in it it goes they call them array patterns i don't know that micro sort of micro layer into the skin which releases hormones over the month from this band-aid but you don't have to leave the patch on you just put it on i was just gonna say it's kind of like the patch when you quit smoking it sounds a lot you don't have to keep it on you go in once that's it oh I know. So it's like a, a it's like an injectable band-aid, except it doesn't inject it kind of little burrows into your skin. I don't know. I haven't seen <laughs> enough on it, but that's apparently what's new in contraception. The last thing is a six month injectable, but I'm telling everybody, get off the get off the hormones. There are Franken hormones. You don't need them. There's enough stuff out there. But you know the stat, how many pregnancies are unwanted? It turns out forty percent. Forty percent of pregnancies are unwanted. I know. So we need to still talk about it because ultimately one of the outline, that's not the only one, because it used to be, you know, you used to have sex to have babies, but there's lots of other kinds of sex going on and we're encouraging it. But one of the things sex does is it may lead into little people, which I think is a is a, is a cool thing if you want them. Not a cool thing if you don't want them. Agreed. Turned On with Sue and John. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and BlastTheRadio.com. Excuse me, listener. I've said this the past couple of weeks. You don't seem to understand how things work around here. Get on your knees. That's better. (laughs) It is the kinky confessional, after all, where you can confess... Any fantasy you have, something you have done, you may not be able to tell your friends, your neighbor, your mom, your dad, maybe not even your spouse, but you want to get it out into the universe somehow. Look, there's no way to identify you. We don't ask for a phone number. We don't ask for an email. It's just, as Taylor Swift would say, a blank space. (laughs) You can tell us whatever it is you want to confess, and people have been like really busy in the confessional this week. Great. Well, break out the bad, the naughty rosary. Here we go. Here we go. This couple admits, my wife and I are in the lifestyle. I'm straight. My wife is bisexual. Recently, during play with other couples, I'm having a desire to play with a cock. I want to suck on it and stroke it. I want to suck it after it's been in my wife. I want to eat out my wife after he finishes in her. So far, it's just a fantasy, but who knows? One day it might happen with the right couple. As you said, it's an evolution of lifestyle stuff, and it used to not be a thing bisexual by curious man but they're called dragons in this case a secret dragon because you've gone to the secret confessional and maybe <laughs> if you use your words something good will happen yeah i think you know you, you consider a threesome and you imagine it's either going to be you know the third person is going to be a female or a male and you imagine all kinds of scenarios but then when you're in that heat of the moment you start experiencing things like oh god there's another person's come that I need to deal with, etc. And at first, you may have difficulty understanding that and coming to terms with it. But all of a sudden, you realize you've been introduced to something that you hadn't considered before. What do I do with this? And the longer you let that linger and sort of, you know, stew around in your brain, it can get pretty exciting. And yeah, yeah. I think it's perfectly taboos normal to want to be... Taboos can always be exciting. Yeah, I think it's perfectly normal to want to be completely immersed and involved in all things that are present in that kind of a situation, really. So thank you for your confession there. Uh, another person says, <laughs> they actually, I, I think it's the same person. I have no way of knowing. It, it seems obvious to me this is the same person. Um, confession number one, I like feet. Confession number two, I love licking feet. Sue? You're, you're, you're the foot person here. 
I am the foot person here. Uh-huh. I get my pedicures done. Apparently, I have perfect feet. It's you know, somebody asked me what my best body part was. I'm like, my feet are beautiful. They're not cal- like they're they're everything's lined up. I have perfect feet. And I used to have to make sure I managed things with my foot fetish clients because I couldn't have, you know, open-toed sandals or apparently it was super distracting. But I think, and I love getting my feet rubbed. I love, you know, if somebody wants to play with them, fantastic. If you want to buy me shoes, even better. You know, it's all of that stuff. And I have lots of friends who uh, who like it. We were about to do a um, an event with the ducklings called Feet and Fondue. And it wasn't like fondue on your feet. It was cheese fondue or chocolate fondue and getting foot massages. And all the foot fetish guys were lining up going, Sue, how do I apply? I want to, I want to do this. I want to massage women's feet. And I want to, I want to put on the, the sparkly nails. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. And the women were like, hell yes. So it's a thing. And it is. Uh, yeah. So if you want to ask that, just definitely uh, have a look at the wearetheducklings.com and um, <laughs> sign up for our next foot event. Yeah, it's not my thing, but it's definitely Sue's thing. Yeah, no, me, I'll be in the dungeon with my boots on. Thank you very much. And thank you for your confessions at turnedonpodcast.com. Turned on with Sue and John. Next up, Sue, you got some brand new sex games, the best of. You know, and I was I was looking at Valentine's Day gifts and, you know, it's past and, and you're thinking, what are you going to do, you know, to get through the long, cold nights of winter? And there's some deals like there were some really great deals. You know how Amazon occasionally has those deals where it's like 23 percent off things? Yep. Well, apparently it's it's like after Valentine's sex games. So they have an Amazon game called Sex. It's just S-E-X with exclamation marks. You can look it up on Amazon. And it's like 13 bucks. And apparently it is, you know, taking over for anybody in the know. It is like a fun sex game. You can use it with multiple players and break the ice with your friends. You want <laughs> you can do it on a Sunday night when you're in, you know, inside and it's cold. Give it a try. They have a better together, a more intimate one. It's a deck of cards. It's $15. They have my, you know, I one of the ones that I really like, flirty and dirty sex questions. So Ooh. you can take them, you read them on the bus, take them with your, you know, have them with your friends. Apparently it's down to five. So you want to order something fun to just get some dialogue going. Flirty and dirty sex questions. I think that's going to come up at one of the next Duckling events. I think we should get that for the show. I think we should make that a segment every single week. Just pick one question and have a little fun with it. I will add it to my Amazon order this week. All right. I will e-transfer you $2.50. My my half. (laughs) My personal favorite is, oh, the talk dirty playing cards. Oh, talk dirty playing cards. So it gives you a little scenarios that you can write to your partner, read to your partner, call voicemail, do a little, you know, mm-hmm. you know, video that you can send them. And if you're not good at it, and I, you know, I talk about sex all the time and I read a lot of erotica and I probably can wing it, but it doesn't come naturally. I have a girlfriend who's just like immediately, she is, right. she is the Samantha from sex in the city can immediately go into it. I'm the same as you. I, I unless, go, oh, unless I'm with that, unless I'm with that person who brings that out in me and encourages that I tend to be very, standoffish on that which is ridiculous because i'm on like what 43 different radio stations every single day and i'm notoriously naughty yeah and you have great accents and you have this crazy dirty mind so yes put it all together and you should be 
epic at this. Right. But it, ta- so. it, ta- it takes work and it takes a lot of wrapping your head around being in that scenario. So you're listening to two professional broadcasters admit to you that the dirty talk doesn't always happen naturally or organically. No. So that may be we a should, great way we to should sort practice of get the wheels that. Turned. That should be our mission. We should, what, we should talking, write, you know, one a week. <laughs> talking dirty to each other on the podcast, dirty. Sue? That... A dirty scenario every week. Okay. You know, and you could do it or I could do it. I could do that. Oh, it's, 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 yes, I was opening up my closet and out fell my giant dildo. Yeah, you know, something so like that. So you want me to go right? beyond the on your knees, listener. <laughs> we'll figure it out. All right. So those are the things you want to get for from Amazon this week. We'll get dirty sex questions and find out what you can do to ask your partner to bring up the sex appeal in your life. Amazing. Turned on with Sue and John. How about a little spicy segment for swingers? And not just because I like the alliteration of it. Yes, the sassy, spicy, swinging segment of our show. Say now. I want to know, I want everybody to hear what's new in swinging this week. And you're thinking, Sue, it's the same stuff. No, no, no. There's Besides the new terms, besides, but there's there's something going on this week that I think we need to talk about. All right. They just finished. Everybody was in South Florida for a while because they were all getting off the Valentine's cruise at Temptation. So mm-hmm. one of their big cruises where mm-hmm. they cruise around and they all do each other and they had playrooms. And then they get into the big love burn in Miami. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it's it's Burning Man only <laughs> with way more lights, way more Miami, way more margaritas. It's, this is not on the desert where you have to pack your, you know, your fecal matter out. This is luxury lights and outfits and oh my God. So it is, it is, can, you know, South Florida's got a few of them. They've got in October, they've got the Fantasy Fest in Key West, which is, you know, if you want to go to something around sex, that is the place. You can't get a, a place to stay, but, you know, Fantasy Fest in the Keys. But this one right now, it's still on, is the Love Burn in Miami. Google it. I, I dare you. And, you know, you may want to put it on your calendar for next year because it they take over this monster park in downtown Miami with all of these, you know, animatronics. And, you know, they have these, like, tents of sex. And it's luxury. This is, you know, this is Miami. They've got, you know, everybody's got air conditioning and, you know, lovely satin and, and you know, thousand thread count sheets. All right. My, you know, if you were going to go to a crazy sex festival, this is the one. Glamping for swingers, in other words. Mm-hmm. But only done with, yeah, the highest level. Wow. It's going to be fun. Uh-huh. Fancy swinging. The things Fancy, fancy. Learn. Posh swinging. Posh swinging. <laughs> This is Turned On with Sue and John. We're going to dive into the world of AI. The good, the bad, the ugly. How AI is changing your sex life and is it optimizing your orgasms? It's a thing, right? You can't get away from it. I've just been on courses about it. It's going to change and hopefully we don't get into the whole Skynet Terminator thing, but it's changing the world. (laughs) Yeah, right. It is changing the world. So apparently AI with 91% accuracy, if they give, if they do a series of questions to somebody can, even if they're trying to fake it, can tell that person's gender, even if they're trans, right? So if your brain is female, even if you're dressed as a man and they, they, I think they could out you if you were doing it at HR things like what? 
kind of like and a modern day version of the old lie detector test. It yeah, here's a quiver really in your voice something. or something. Okay. All right. They can they can check about that. They can um there's a whole thing in dating apps, including all the swinger apps. So we're talking about the swinger apps earlier, but there's yep. the the SLS, which is still the big one, and SDC. But in something like SDC um, or Adult Friend Finder, which is owned by Hustler, apparently 50%, 50% of the of the people you're talking to are bots and eventually going to try and ask you for money. Or you know, I was just going to say, you brought that something. up last week, and I was going to say, what is the end game there? So it's the money. They're after the or, money. Or pictures of you right. that they can either blackmail you with. Or sell. Or number two, or sell. Right. So be really careful. Because 50%, like that's madness. And you're paying up to $100 a month for some of these apps. Mm -hmm. So that's not good. They can also use them in dating, right? They can break the ice and, you know, send up things because it's becoming a thing in dating, right? It's it's the AIs are going to chat with the bots are going to chat with each other. I like dating in real life. I'm going back to the 80s and sit, and doing that with my own dating stuff so that you know it's not bots because it doesn't make it more attractive. Yeah, I've, I've never but been it, part of this whole app world for dating, uh, fortunately, because I, I think as much as I love technology, I really don't think I'd be comfortable in that space. I'm like you. I want that old-fashioned meet somebody. Pick them up in a bar. <laughs> the old-fashioned way. No, but yeah, really, that's I, how I met mine. Yeah. Yeah, I want that one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, someone who's in, in a similar environment doing things that they enjoy that I also enjoy. That's how I know I'm likely to connect with a person. That's why yeah. I like your ducklings that, groups, et cetera. Duckling or at my Over 40 Connect, yeah. all of those things. But what what AI is doing is optimizing for orgasm. So let me explain this. Okay. So there's a number of different uh, sex toys that are using AI. They're finding orgasm patterns and they're checking out pelvic floor contractions and movements. And they're tracking, you know, the days of the month with hormonal cycles as to when you're horniest. Wow. And they have, yeah, I know it's a data collection dildo, kind of like a Fitbit. I'm, assu I'm assuming these use, there's some requirement for them to gain your permission to track this data. Right. But it's, it's understanding your body's better. It's a sex experiment, but there's places like there's these new ones. There's three big ones called lioness. I'm thinking, I don't know if I'd pick a dildo based on the name lioness. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, let's let's Terry. leave the creative naming of toys to our friends over at Eden's Fantasies. They're they're so good. They oh, are God, so good at naming toys. Yeah, lioness Perry Fit, which measures the strength of your contractions. Something called Wuji, an AI powered erotic story that goes with your toys. Okay. And it's able to do that. But sometimes it's not so good. As I said, in our hometown of Ottawa, we fit in 2017, got in big, 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 big trouble because they were found tracking data of people's orgasms and they had to pay $10,000 per user. Hence my question about this is doing it with your permission, right? Yeah. That was a right. horrific story from just a few years ago. Yep. So now we are, uh, now we're going to do that. So understand that there are ways to optimize your orgasms for the most powerful based on this cool new sex toy. So if you don't know what to get your partner for their birthday, go to yeah, go to our friend at Eden Fantasies, check out some of these new tracking dildos and see if you can optimize the orgasm for the next new thing and ah lightning like light will lightning will strike. It'll be good. And you thought AI stood for artificial intelligence. Mm -mm. Artificial mm -mm. intimacy. You heard it here on Turned On with Sue and John.
Next up, Sue, you want to dive into some creative ways to initiate. I'm not good at initiating. My wife's not good at initiating. Um, wine is good at initiating. Let's get a little more creative than wine. Well, it takes creativity for sure. There's this new, speaking of technology, there's this new love sync button. Basically, you each, it's two buttons. It's kind of like the, you know, the staples, you know, make it easy. But oh, you have yeah. two buttons on either <laughs> bedside table. And when you hit a button saying you're in the mood, the, it talks to the other button. And it, 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 it then you start getting stuff on your phone. It's like, it's like the on-air light here in my studio. Right it's like it, uh, It's like the on-air light here in my studio. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If your wife hit the on-air button, you'd be up. <laughs> we'd be sprinting up those stairs. Yeah. There we go. I know. <laughs> on-air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see it. Um, I think that's one. The uh, There's these, these uh, they're suggesting that you wear clothes that appeal to your potential partner because that they apparently really like it. Now, I have a friend who every year comes to our dad bod fashion show and buys like old clothes where he he has this thing about having his clothes ripped off him by women. Okay. So he gets these ones where he gets like the medical scissors and gives them little cuts and has all these women rip, you know, rip off the clothes because it's super exciting to do that. Yep. They say that you want to get a, you know, code word to initiate. I'm a big fan of that. You know, I've got ones where it's like, you know, or pull on your earlobe and just say that. The also the other one that I really like was they're selling these figurines, kind of like cake toppers. And if you're in the mood, you move, you kind of move the gumby legs to, you know, show a sex position that you really want to do. I, I think that would be fun. See. I would love, okay. you know, I think in the kitchen, a little, a little sex figurines. And if I say, okay, this is what I want and put them on. And then, then maybe the on-air light flashes. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> as, long, as, long sex. As, as, as long as you get to the commercial on time, right, Sue? As long as you get to the commercial <laughs> on time. So if you have an idea on how to initiate sex more creatively, we want to hear about it. Turned on with Sue and John. Sue's email address is sue at sexwithsue.com. You pass this one along. Um, thank you, by the way, for this. Uh, hey, Sue, we've recently entered into the swinging lifestyle together. Welcome. And discovered your podcast with John Milkey. Uh, we are a happily married couple who've been together 30 years and married for 28. We've learned so much from you guys as we binge on your episodes. We'd love any more information you can provide on your sponsors, books, and toys you talk about. I think my wife would definitely enjoy the literary erotica you mentioned. We live in the mid-Atlantic section of the U.S. and wish we could be ducklings and attend some of your events. Maybe we can be associate ducklings from the U.S. When listening to the listener question section, we always say, we need to write in. We're still working on that, but wanted to say hi and let you know how much we enjoy you. Thanks for all you and John provide. Looking forward to hearing more from you. Well, thank you for your letter R and C. All right, let's tackle. Yay! We um, love you. Okay, so let's tackle that. Yeah. Number one is, damn, Skippy, you can be an associate duckling. We have a duckling chapter in Florida, and a bunch of Americans come down. We travel. I had three Americans join us in Los Cabos for the best the best trip ever, everybody. To a uh, to a person, they said 100. We wouldn't travel with you because it was so much fun. If they wanted so, to have their own duckling group, in, and again, mid Atlantic, sure, sure. and they wanted I'll to happen, start, we'll that. happily go down. We'll bring the RV of love. We'll go on a road trip. Damn. Oh yeah. No, no. I'm all in. You yeah. You want to start a duckling chapter in a different state? Bring it on. Listen, I'm 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 out east a lot, so that would absolutely not be a problem. 
Absolutely. So there's that. Number two is um, on the website, I'm going to send you the Dropbox of all the fun books that we've mentioned, all the audio erotica, all the erotica books, and you can join the Pervy Book Club because it's virtual. And next Pervy Book Club is March the 10th. And it's Sunday night. It's free. It's by Zoom. Come join us. We'll send you the book. (laughs) We've done some crazy ones. We've done uh, Calling Clarissa, which is about the the British phone sex girl who who doesn't, she needs to make some money. She's a single parent, so gets on the phone sex lines and what happens to her. Okay. Uh, That was kind of fun. And we have the the whole series of the uh, Miles High Club and what happens with these brothers who, uh, yeah, Yep, and what and what each scenario is. So those are the next two, and we're going to talk about it. But by all means, feel free to do that. So we'll send you a ro- audio erotica. Nice. Um, I don't know when we can do freebies. I'm I've got one that I have to send out to uh, to my friends who have Benny the Duck, who are and I promised I would mail them one, and I haven't yet. But I'm on it. I'm on it, guys. Don't forget, we've got a newsletter as well at turnedonpodcast.com. Make sure you sign up for that. As for toys. Don't forget to support our sponsor. They are all about toys. Eden Fantasies with an S dot com. You can click their banner again at turnedonpodcast.com. This is Turned On with Sue and John. It is time now for Weird Sex News. Your local TV station won't give you the news, but we will. Sue McGarvey. <laughs> yes, we will. Have you heard about Scrotox? Yeah, it's it's yeah, where they're injecting, you know, poison into your scrotum uh-huh. to make it so that you don't have so you don't look like the turkey skin. It's tighty whitey. It's like tight so that everybody can see every smooth line and it's not bumpy at all. When so, you first sent you, this to me, I got all excited because I've long had this fantasy. I don't know where I first saw it, but um, there's a whole world out there of people who love having saline injected into their balls, and they, you know, they they walk around with like this <laughs> volleyball-sized sack of saline. Um, I'm horrified by it, but I'm also quite mesmerized by it, and would kind of like to try it. Things that I should probably put in the kinky confessional anonymously, but there it is on the podcast. Um, this is not that, though. This no, is, this, this is, is this is yeah. scr- this is Botox, which will freeze all the you know the wrink- uh, the wrinkles. So, but right, it will similar be to your forehead so, and yeah, you know, cheeks and I, I think right. it's really interesting. Anyway, this it's it's becoming it's the it's the new growing. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want cosmetic medicine, that's the new thing. Hey, you'll, you'll let a, me know when I go too far on the podcast, right? And reveal too much. I will. Yeah, We're thanks. good. We're good. good. No, right. no, you're fine. There's, there's <laughs> a, there's a, a lawsuit in Germany where a 70 year old Rolf Eden sued a 19 year old who wouldn't have sex with him for ageism. For ageism. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ageism. Speaking of crazy oh. Germans. They have uh, they have two things. One is a new erotic carp calendar, girls and fish. So naked women with different well, fish that they're holding. It makes sense because what is the number one complaint you hear from people whenever they go onto the dating apps? Why does every second guy have him and a fish as his profile <laughs> picture? So yep, yep. they're obviously well. Now we just... have women and fish, so apparently men are buying it in droves. When in Rome, yeah. right? Yep. When in Rome, and they're starting a new blowjob cafe <laughs> where you can go and get your coffee and pay for you know the extra uh, you know upgrades. Forget the whipped cream. Ger- Germany, you say. <laughs> In Germany, yeah, I know. I, I know. Need there you to go. Visit All my these crazy ancestors. Germans. Wow. 
I know. Fun, crazy sex news. The last thing is there was this whole post about that one of the big reasons people want to stop having sex with their partner, especially new partners. Do you, any any ideas why? You this would be a factor in your uh, yeah, your life. It becomes think of, per- think of Mr. Moo in your bedroom. The pets, really? The pets in your bedroom oh. is such a thing for new partners. It's yeah. so off-putting. Yeah. It stops the sex. Is that a thing? It's it's weird when the dog starts looking at you. It's even weirder when the dog wants to lick stuff. Yeah, it's a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So so you gotta get yeah, you gotta get so with sex in the news were saying that they did a poll. What is the most off-putting thing in the bedroom with a new partner? Pets. Sex in the news. Send us your uh, your thoughts on that, and we'll have new ones next week. Last up on the podcast, we're going to talk about doms. Doms who are showing people how to have rough sex safely. There's this great article with a dom talking about how she was a nurturing pervert. I think that's kind of you, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. That's totally you. Can you think that should be your new your new uh, business card title? A nurturing or my pervert. new handle on FetLife, nurturing yeah. dom, <laughs> nurturing pervert. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The uh, so they're saying that, that some of the doms, you know, they're doing whip training for people. Yep. Whip training one one, and they bring in Renaissance fair performers uh, to safely show whip introductions because they're doing because you can't just get up there and whip somebody yeah the worst the worst experience i've ever had at a bdsm experience involved a whip remember sexapalooza whatever happened to sexapalooza by the way that needs to come back um but i took a group of listeners to sexapalooza and as we were walking along a couple of guys drinks in their hands feeling all i don't know friday night outish as guys do one guy grabs a whip from a display and just like unbeknownst to his friend hits him from behind right across the kidneys if you don't know what you're doing with a whip don't touch one because you can really fuck somebody up in Mm. not really good ways no that's that's a pretty scary scenario well i was walking to the bathroom and there was a woman, this woman who was had a whip in her hand and she had it up and I had to, there were so many people, I had to interrupt her and she had her whip in her hand and she looked like she was going to hit me. And I'm like, lady, you hit me with that. We have got a problem. So there's a lot of issues around, I know, what are you pulling out now? <laughs> so, okay, this is a good example. So this is one of my, one of my favorite go-tos for someone who really likes heavy, hard BDSM. This is a steel pole. Okay, it is then wrapped and it's got a foamy, spongy thing around it. That's all well and good. And you can sort of think this spongy, foamy thing is nice and soft. Yes, until I hit you with this. Now, the point of this is if you're someone who likes, you know, some medium to heavy bruising on their ass, you know, you you go at somebody very, very. But I've learned, right? I've been taught this by experienced doms who know what they're Mm -hmm. doing, who know that not everywhere on the body you know, can take a pounding, but on, on a nice fleshy ass, this has got a heavy, heavy, it's got to be about four pounds, right? It'll lay a a deep bruise on somebody, but you got to go slow and gentle and persistent in the same place. It's repetitive. If I came at you with this and just treated it like a baseball bat. You put me in the hospital. Damn right I could. So please play smart. Yeah. Know what you're well, what doing. Learn what from they're saying, the babe. Is that the the sex menu is broad, right? There's a number. Like we'll know that, right? There and and that if your thing is choking, you know, any police officer is saying this is not oh. something you want to play with. 
But if you learn to do it safely, that and if it's your thing, how can you incorporate that? And I'm not encouraging rough sex. What I am saying is if it's your thing, don't think you're crazy and don't try it for the uninitiated. Get some information. So where do we find doms in that are showing people to have rough sex safely? Are there well, online is, courses, etc.? This cetera? is done by Lady Harper. Okay. Lady Harper. She's uh, that's the name of the of the uh, dom who's doing it. So you can ask. She's doing it in New York City, of course. So if you're in and around there, find out one of the workshops. I think I need to bring in somebody to do. We did one where we called it the Church of BDSM, where it was an <laughs> exploratorium where I had everybody at different spots and that you went around and asked them questions and learned how to do things. So you had the, yeah. the most interesting one was, of course, the sounding one, where you don't want to put a metal bar up your urethra nope. for the uninitiated. No, 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 no. Sterile medical stuff. But I saw it. And for some people, they really, really liked it. Thanks for tuning in and getting turned on with Sue and John. To get in touch, find us online at turnedonpodcast.com. Until next time, stay naughty.